0: Let's pray. Father, we honor you. We thank you for who you are and for what you've done. We bless your holy name. Speak in this place one more time. God, someone listening to my voice needs to be strengthened. They need to be reassured. They need to be renewed. They need to know that you are with them even in this situation at this very hour. That you are ever-present helping the time of trouble. Speak afresh. And let the words of my mouth, the meditation of my heart, be acceptable in your sight. You are are my rock and my redeemer. Amen. Well, saints, I'm so delighted that you've joined us again this morning as we are worshiping God in the midst of a global pandemic. But we are yet able to collect ourselves and be online at least to join with one another in Prayer and in praise and in worship and adoration of our God. I want to lift up for you again this theme we've been working on and I'm going to work on it one more time. It's the temptation to fear. The temptation to fear. The temptation to fear. This is the fifth part of this sermon. And uh, I, I think that it, it dawned on me as I read again verse 4 of the 23rd Psalm, so ably read by our dear Elder Wade, that last part, it, it starts out with, I walk through valley of the shadow of death, and it says, I will fear no evil. No evil thing. Nothing bad. I I will not fear the darkness. I will not fear what's going on around me. No evil. I I refuse to fear. And, And the rationale behind it is, for you are with me. It's your presence that takes away my fear. But it is not just your presence. It is that you come with the ability to take care of me for your rod and your staff. That they give me comfort. They comfort me. I I thought deeply about this. I I could just see the tender sheep in my mind. I, I, I can envision that sheep and its tenderness and needy of comfort and protection and you know I like that idea that 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 we like sheep need to be taken care of and comforted but I really it caught my mind's imagination that the writer here must have had some kind of experience that led to the creative imagination that pondered his or her life experience and said, this imagery here reminds me of my relationship with God. The writer had to go through some that, that pushed them. Uh, Let me me see if I can make this clear. Uh, um, In modern terms, uh, back in October of 2002, a young West Coast uh, fellow was on the West Coast, Kanye West, was there, left the club, left a a studio, rather, and, and when he left the recording studio, driving in a rented car, it was a rented Lexus, and I don't know what happened, but he ran head-on into traffic, collided with another car, ended up at Cedar Sinai Medical Center. There, the same hospital that that took care of Biggie Smalls, the notorious B.I.G. that that, that hospital that that saw. Biggie Smalls, in his final moments, take his last breath and leave this world. He was there. And it was in that hospital that they had to remake his face. That hospital, they had to wire his jaw shut. In that hospital, they had to go through and to take him and restore him completely. After that, two weeks later, two weeks later, he went back in studio and re-recorded a piece of a, a hit song that those who are older like me know. Shaka Khan. Shaka had that song through the fire. And he recorded through the wire. And he talked about his life. That, 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 that's my entry, but but don't don't stop there. Don't stop there. Stay with me, hip-hop fans, and, and y'all come with me as well. Those of you who don't quite know. But the same thing, he had a hard time trying to tell people about his song, Jesus Walk. Nobody wanted to buy the song. The producers did not want to put it on the album. This was his his first album. We don't want this song on the album. He said, you don't understand. There are a lot of people like me who are on the edge. And I do believe that Jesus still walks with them. It's it's amazing. When 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 he came to them, nobody wanted to accept this song. But yet, its imagery, in order to capture the song, multiple videos were made of the song because the the metaphorical symbolism was so deep and intriguing to keep on birthing new ideas about the ways in which God could be with everyone from a a person who was trying to find their way out of the drug life to someone who was selling their body on the corner. It is this same genius that remained in the earth realm from writers like the psalmist who, speaking from experiential theology, writes about his own life in terms of the divine and says, this is my relationship with God like that which I have with these sheep here. This is my relationship and, 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 and since I carry a rod, let me be anthropomorphic. And say, God carries a rod. I carry a staff. Therefore, God must carry a staff. Anthropomorphic simply means we are attributing the things to God or divinity that that belong to humanity. There would be no need for God to carry a staff. He's God. There's no need for God to carry a rod. He's God. Those things are not necessary to God. But the imagery is drawn from the life of humanity. And the human being puts it out there. I I want you to see the rod and the staff as might have been depicted there. They are metaphorical symbols. The rod and the staff metaphorical symbols they are symbols metaphorical symbols they they they're there just a stick just just a just a stick and just a a crook just a shepherd's rod and 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 and, and, and you you need to know this is metaphor and, and, and look at it there. Look at it. Just, just hold your image. Your rod and your staff, they, they comfort me. As symbols, they're best understood in their primary function in, in shepherding. The, the biblical shepherd carried these two items. Uh, each had a distinct purpose. The staff was the longer and thinner with a crook or a hook at one end it has become the pastoral model of bishops the rod is a relatively short heavy club-like device the staff was really literally an extension of the arm of the shepherd he could reach with his staff he could he could reach out and grab a a young lamb with the staff. He could, he could grab hold. I, 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 I'll break this down in a moment. He, 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 had, he had the ability to, to go forward with the staff, not, not only to lean on it, but to use it. I, I'll, I'll try to make it clear. Right? He, 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 can, he could take it and help with it. His rod was a little different he used his rod when he needed to, to to get the attention of sheep and to fight off foe and either one could be used for the same purpose at any time and since they are symbolic images let's see uh, i have at least three things they could they could be expressive of and 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 walk with me for a moment i'm just musing here but the first of which is he would have them as an expression, a symbolic expression of divine interest. Of divine interest. Um, If you don't care about whether or not a lost sheep gets picked up, if you don't care whether or not the the the, the the enemy comes in and is fought off. You don't have to carry your rod and your staff. But but if you care about them, you will have them as a sign of interest. Uh, I, in modern times, you can see a shepherd take the, the crook of his rod and put it around the neck of a sheep and look and inspect the sheep. He could take that rod, put it around his neck, and, and look, pull the wool apart and see if there are any bugs or insects, if there's anything wrong with the sheep's coat underneath the coat. If there's anything wrong that has attached itself to the skin of the sheep, he had to parse the wool in order to see it. He'd haul them with the crook. Because he had divine interest. That, that that's that's what he says that that God does with us. He, he has interest in us. And matter of fact, I, I let me before I am going I'm going to say some other things before I move on. Let me let me just say something right here. You know when I look at this shepherd holding on to the sheep with crook, looking at the sheep's wool, it reminds me just. Briefly of of Howard Thurman's favorite psalm, Psalm 139, and he says, "Search me, O God." And every now and then, you've got to be willing to let God put the put the hook on you and say, "Search me, O God." And know my heart. Uh, try me and know my thoughts. Every now and then it, it's not always somebody else. Every now and then you've got to make it about you and God. Search me, Lord. <sighs> here, here. The divine interest is there. But 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 also it shows it's symbolic of divine intention. The intention of God, and and this in the symbolism uh, of of this text, the intention is the care of the sheep. Uh, You you don't need, well, let me put it like this. Uh, The fireman doesn't put on his fire uniform if he's not going to fight fire. The the policeman doesn't put on his police uniform, male or female, if they're not going to do police work. Your intention is seen in in the things you carry with you and what you do. Your your intention is there, and and the, the, the divine intention is to be involved. With outstretched crook, he could reach toward the sheep, Separating them if necessary. Without stretch, crook, he could be there. Moving and shifting them around from side to side. I hate to say it. But every now and then some sheep just have to be pushed over to the side. Y'all get moved this way, move that way, move this way. Because we can get to, to herding in a way that's not healthy. Ah the divine intention is 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 to be involved that that's what the, the the psalmist is suggesting that the divine intention the intention of the shepherd in flesh the human shepherd is to be involved in the life of the sheep and so the intention of God in the metaphor is that God's divine intention is to be involved in the life of of his sheep and we are the sheep of his pasture and it's God's divine intention to break through the time space natural world and to cross over the bridge of spiritual and the natural and touch us in ways that we need to be touched it's his intention to be involved And if it's his intention to be involved, then it's it's also, I I guess, his intention. It it, it is symbolic of divine intervention. You see, you don't need a stick or a club if it doesn't mean war. Y'all, (laughs) y'all. You see, if it means war, you got to load up for battle, and then you you bring your, your club, you bring your stick, you bring your rod, because if there's a battle to be had, you're ready to fight. And I, I know we, we we could easily get afraid right now, but I want to tell you, you no need to fear the divine intervention. Yeah, I, 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 the divine intervention let, let me uh, let me see if I can do it this way if my people which are called by my name would humble themselves and pray would seek my face turn from their wicked ways then will I well, You come on here he, he says I want to intervene all you gotta do is ask I want to intervene. I want to to get involved in your life. I I do believe, I do believe, let me me, me rock this this in here. I do believe that that they're there, the A under this intervention is they're there for my defense. That's why he's got his rod and his staff, A, A is for my defense, my defense. I believe I believe God, you know, sometimes some of us have been living so abundantly with our secular, soulish mind that we have gotten to the place where we think that we must fight every battle ourselves. And so we are ready to tell people off. We're ready to yell. We're ready to fuss. We're ready to deal. But sometimes, oh, it feels so much better when someone stands up for you, when someone's got your back, they, 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 they speak on your behalf. Just, just, be, just be still. I, I got this one. You sit this one out. Uh, the rod and the staff, they reassure me of, of my defense. Uh, yeah, I like that. I like that image there. Wolves on the top. But the rod and the staff, Reassure me. Wolves are there. I, I, I want to tell you, God does not remove the wolves from your life. Let me let me, you, you better you better hear me preach this today. God does not remove the wolves from your life. And, and matter of fact, God even recognizes that some of your wolves will be in disguise in sheep's clothing. He's not gonna move the wolves, but he will protect you from them and give you discernment when one tries to hide as a sheep in the middle of with like a wolf. Yeah, yeah, yeah I um, okay. I think I'm going somewhere. Here it is. Here it is. I'm reassured by the rod and the staff, and 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 here's the B. Here's the B. Not only not only is it my defense, but it's also my deliverance. Ah. I, I I feel like I feel like I'm about ready to shout. I I got, I kept walked around the house last night, and I kept just hollering. I had no reason to holler. I, I just, I felt a Sunday morning need to just say, oh, I just, I just, I feel a oh in my spirit. I, I feel like, I feel one of those uh, Bishop Kenny Moe senior old, you know, those those, those, those kind of old that you just have to, the war cry kind of old. Oh! <laughs> y'all could hear that. I, I, I just feel that in my, I felt it in my bones last night. I, I stopped by when I was walking through the kitchen out of my office. I came and got to the kitchen. I just stood there because I just felt something well up inside of me. I feel like this is wartime. I feel like God's getting ready to do something. Oh! I just ooh I wish somebody I wish somebody I wish somebody could feel it all in your soul Get that out! I had to. I, I, you just need to. You just need to tap on your floor in your living room and and just throw your hand up in the bedroom just to tell them I understand. I understand. There's an oh in my soul. He, he, it, it is for my deliverance. And, and and can I can I? Um, I'm I'm trying. I'm going to hurry up. I'm almost done. I'm almost done. I, if God has to. He can take the rod and smack my enemy. And if he needs to, he can take the crook and pick me up. Wow. Y'all ain't got it. <laughs> he can take the rod and smack my enemies, and take his shepherd's crook and pick me up. That, that's what he does. That, that's what that crook is for. He can, he can scoop me up out of, you know, you know if, I, if I fall over in a ditch and he can't reach me with his hand. He takes his crook and reaches down underneath the lamb and picks him up by the crook and brings him back up out of the ditch. Let me help somebody here. I don't care if you're falling. He doesn't leave you in the ditch. He doesn't leave you dirty. He doesn't leave you messed up. He doesn't leave you broken or crushed, but he reaches down and picks you up. Deliverance, and then, 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 I'm, I'm closing, I'm closing with this, but the sea underneath here, it is the rod and the staff, and there's discipline, there's discipline. Uh, every now and then, we as sheep can go astray. We can lose our perspective and he needs to to bring us back in line. Don't don't get mad that, that the Lord that the Lord brings you back in line. Thank him for loving you enough to tell him you right from wrong. Thank him for loving you enough to rescue you. Thank him for loving you enough to be willing to come and tell you that we can do better than this. Thank him for loving you enough to say to you that this is your blessed day if you keep going in this direction but your blessing is over here yeah, and some point in your life you got to mature enough to walk away from foolishness and into your faith. Thank you for the discipline I, I, I. See uh, he could use his crook his shepherd's crook and, and and hook the sheep that was going in the direction he didn't want it to go. He could just grab him by the yeah, grab him by the foot and hold them still. Uh, yeah, you ain't you ain't going that way. Uh, uh, you you. That's enough. Oh wait, a that, that, that that I could do that with a cow. I could do that with a sheep. I could if, if you are if you're there and you're willing to be. Well, now no, y'all ain't got that yet. Maybe I ought to make this a little clearer. You see. I, I, I look at these sheep right here in the meadow. Uh, the sheep are out there. Just, just look at all them. They just, oh, they look. this are They just out there grazing. Just, just looking. Just, just eating. Ain't, ain't nobody looking at nothing. Nobody looking for the wolf or them or the bad man. No, they just, they just grazing. They're just having a good old time. Uh, but, but, but let me help you here. If something was wrong the shepherd has the ability to to bring the sheep in line let me let me show you some a shepherd boy who was tending sheep got good with tossing the rod he could take the rod and if a sheep were going over to eat grass that was not good grass but would be poisonous. If they were grazing in a place that could make them sick and he couldn't get over there physically to them, he would take his rod and toss it over and hit the spot where he didn't want the sheep to go, thereby startling the sheep and turning them back toward the foe. Y'all missed it? Went over your head. Listen, sometimes God needs to take the rod of his word and just hit the spot where we're going because he knows that that's not where we need to be. He knows that's not how we need to live. That, that's not the place we need to be in. We, we need to know if there's a poisonous weed over there there's something that's going to mess your life up some of you God has been trying to redirect your life and you keep trying to tell God that doesn't work for me I want this and I want that and God said no I want you to be over here I want to bless you right now and you keep saying no but I tell you now if you would allow his rod and his staff to comfort you you would find yourself in a position to receive all that God has I have no reason to fear because the Lord is with me his rod and his staff they comfort me and he only does it because he cares he cares and I thank God that he cares. <sighs> what would happen if Jesus didn't love me? Where would I be if Jesus didn't care? Oh, but I'm glad. So glad he did. Your rod and your staff. They comfort me. And because of this, I have no reason to fear. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, let's bless his name, saints. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah.